hello, hello. Welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast, episode 115. Releasing on this Good Friday, I have for you Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. Yes, that Randy from that band, Lamb of God. They have just released a new single called Memento More. Uh, we talk about that. Uh, they've also got an album due out, a self-titled album due out soon as well, uh, which we do hit upon. Um, but it was a great conversation. Oh my God. I'm like chatting to all these people and it's fantastic. I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a high right now. Um, just from having a good day, even though we're all locked down, uh, not to remind anyone, but this was recorded a couple of weeks ago. So before it really kind of kicked in, um, but yeah, I mean, I just sort of, uh, really excited about this particular episode. Um, I held it back a little bit, but um, I'm releasing it today because I want to. And I've got loads more next week as well to look forward to. So uh, I'll give you a sneak preview of that on Monday's show. Or if you tune into my radio show on Sunday at 6 p.m. on Total Rock, uh, you can hear that via TotalRock.com. Uh, there are various apps that broadcast it as well, including the TuneIn app, uh, which is one of the main um, uh, radio apps. You can also get it on Apple Music. Uh, if you uh, ask uh, Siri nicely, I'm sure she'll pay, play uh, Total Rock for you. Um, but yeah, um, again, thank you for this past week. Uh, all you guys and gals and, and, and non-binaries that um, have been listening to the show, uh, I really do appreciate it. All the bands appreciate it as well. Shattered Skies, um, Cold Bones, uh, let's see if I can remember this, GFM, Gold, Frankincense and Myrrh and what was mondays what was mondays indeed it was uh chris from acid mammoth <laughs> you thought i forgot but i didn't right there for you um but yeah uh i'm glad you guys are enjoying the shows all the feedback's been good uh so far um but i'm really looking for some of those ratings just to really push it up those uh um those are charts and stuff so people can discover these bands so it's episodes like this that can get up there uh because it is someone as big as lamb of god um are so uh if you guys um fancy doing that for me uh leaving a review um just a rating uh whatever you want to do it takes two seconds that would be absolutely fantastic uh i've tried not to sort of like dwell on that but i really feel it's time to sort of like push the podcast to help these bands out obviously i know it helps me out i've gone through that before but it's mainly uh for these bands and the love of music and uh other art forms that these people represent but anyway, I'm babbling now. I've got nothing much else to say apart from I hope you guys have a great Easter um, with all the chocolate and whatnot, if you're able to get any. If you don't uh, celebrate that sort of thing, well, just have a good weekend, really. Um, try and enjoy it. I know it's difficult right now. Um, but yeah, uh, watch Tiger King, I guess. That's another thing. If it, That seems to be doing the rounds at the moment. I actually lived in Tampa uh, in case you hadn't heard before, but I lived like basically a mile away from Big Cat Sanctuary. Can you believe that? <laughs> anyway, this is Randy from Lamb of God. Enjoy. Thank you for doing this, first and foremost. Yeah, it's, mate. It's absolute pleasure speaking to you. I've seen you on stage many times, uh, but never spoke to you. So <laughs> I was always in the crowd. Um, 
but yeah so like i say it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you and uh yeah thank you for doing this um yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about um your new album that's due out soon um and the single you just released as well um if that's all right if that's if there's anything else you wanted to cover no that sounds uh, all right to no. me i've got some other bits as well but we'll get to those as and when it sort of falls to that point point bit but um right yeah obviously it's, it's a bit weird because normally when i'm interviewing people and whatnot it's like you know you've got tours coming up and all that kind of stuff and it's just like no no there's nothing <laughs> nothing at the moment so nope no but yeah um let's 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 go with the uh with the album um it's uh it's, it's self-titled i believe is it it's called lamb of god yep. yeah uh and your um lead single from it is memento mori yeah um which is uh if anyone wants to sort of get into the meaning of it it's like a reminder of death or something isn't it along those lines yes it's a latin phrase that you know it basically translated means uh remember one day you will die mm. so um which sounds really negative uh <laughs> you know on the outskirts particularly given the current time yeah uh but in reality it's quite positive um because it tells you not to the monks used to say it to each other as they passed each other, you know, yeah. memento mori, uh, and, and is be mindful of death. That means make the most of today yeah. because today is the only thing that exists, Yeah, you know, so don't waste it. No. I mean, that, that's what I took away from the song. It's quite, it's quite a haunting song to start with, like the intro for it. Um, mm. it's very dark and very, you know, um, like I say, very haunting, but then it really kicks in with the with the lamb of god sound um mm-hmm. that you guys have like just perfected over the years um <laughs> and uh yeah no it's it's a hell of a track and, and especially as it's the opener for the album as well um it's really kind of set a good expectation for 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 the full album which i haven't heard yet but um yeah i'm really looking forward to it Right, good. Cool. So, um, what what can uh, what can the um, sort of Lamagov fans and anyone else expect from this album? What's the um, is there any sort of special guests on it or anything? Or yeah, sure. Um, on one song, I have my friend Jamie Josta uh, on a song called "Poison Dream" mm-hmm. that uh, he did guest vocals on. Uh, I've been really good friends with him for years. And the guys in Hatebreed, some of my dearest friends, and uh, both my guitar player Mark Morton and I have both uh, done stuff on Jamie's solo records. Um, and for a while, I've been like, "Oh, I want to get Jamie on a song." Um, and it's about uh, environmental pollution by, uh, you know, chemical factories and so forth, um, which both Jamie and I have lived in areas where there's been a lot of pollution in the waters. So, um, you know, I, I reached out to him and I heard a certain part of the song I, I wanted him to be on and he was totally down. So it's just family for us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another song called roots, um, R O U T E S, um, that Chuck Billy from Testament is on. Oh, nice. It, and that was inspired by my trip to uh, Standing Rock, North Dakota, during the No Dapple Pipeline movement, which was a um, native-led movement. So it was important for me to have a native 
voice on that. And um, Chuck Billy happens to be a gigantic Pomo Indian from <laughs> California. So he was really down to do that. And, um, you know, I'm just really pleased he was able to do that. He and his wife were both just diagnosed with the coronavirus. Yeah, I was they were about in to Europe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were in Europe. I found that out yesterday and I sent uh, Tiffany a message, you know, just sending her some love and healing vibes. And she sent me back some hugs and kisses emojis. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to bother them right now, you know, Yeah. but I just wanted to let them know that I, uh, I'm, I'm feeling for them and sending good energy their way, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, man. I mean, it's, I'm really pleased he did a great job on the record. So cool. did Jamie. And I'm really pleased he was able to, we, we got this done before this whole fucking pandemic happened. Yeah. You know, at, at least we got a record in the can, you yeah. know? Um, and, and there's a, you know, it's important, man. Music and art is important. It raises people's spirits. It does. You know, and that's what it's done for me yeah. my whole life, you know, and for me, it feels really good that we're going to be able to, to at least release some songs that some people might be able to listen to during this time and, and it might help them get through. Yep. You know? Yeah, exactly. As I've, I've been sort of saying to a few people and like previous sort of people I've spoken to, it's, it's the music and it was the arts that, that bring people through these times because you know, it, it, like uh, while I was speaking to one musician, he was feeling really guilty the fact that his album was coming out or has come out now, um, and with the world the way it is, and he was just like, "Look, I don't." He was like, "At the end of it, I, was like, I don't care if you buy it, just spread, you know, spread the word and whatnot." But he was just kind of like, like I had to sort of like, you know, put my arm around and say, "Look, it's the artists that get us through. It's the painters, it's the poets, it's the musicians." Because in yeah. like, you know in these times you know even if it was like wartime or anything like this, it's it that's what brings people through. You bring you know people yeah. have like songs from from like I say wartime you know just sort of like little things they used to sing have, in the bunkers and whatnot. I, dude, I have talked to countless countless fans uh, who have been have seen combat, you know, and and they were like man, I just want to thank you for your music. It, it helped keep me alive. Yeah. You know, that's not why I wrote it because I've never been to war. You know, I don't know what that's like and I won't pretend to to know what that emotional state is like because that's just asinine, but it feels really good to have helped someone through a really difficult time. You know, yeah. um, I had fans who, you know, have gone through cancer treatments and, uh, you know, they didn't know if they were going to live or die. And they're like, man, I listened to your music and it, and it helped me fight. You know, it kept, it kept my spirit up during this. And, and those are like the greatest compliments I can receive as an artist. Yeah. You know, uh, because it means to me, you know what, even if it's just one person, what I did, what I created actually made a difference in someone's life, even if for just a minute. Yeah. You know, so right now... The, the arts in all forms, you know, are really important Yeah. because yes, the scientists um, and the, in the, the first responders and the doctors, they're the most important, you know, because they're going to 
help us figure out and contain this thing. And they're going to physically save human lives. But on the second line of that, you know, these people need emotional relief as well. Yeah. You know, and that's what our job is. And, and right now it's time for us to do our fucking jobs, you know, whatever they may be. And last night, you know, I went out, I've been doing, I'm a photographer as well. So I've been doing a lot of shooting on the empty streets Mm -hmm. at night when no one's out to try and document this time. And I met up with a, uh, a doctor who is in the emergency rooms here last night. And of course we stayed fucking 15 feet apart, <laughs> you know, but he had to get out and do something in order to maintain his sanity Yeah, because he's, you know, he's a human being, yeah. you know? So I was able to go out with him last night and walk and we were able to shoot photos and talk a little bit about his feelings. And, you know, that's the little bit that I could do to yeah. help this man, you know? Yeah. That's a little bit that I could do to help this man. And, you know, we all need to do whatever we can in this time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's especially listening to them as well. Like, like listening to their advice. Cause a lot of people are still Idiot. Go- going out in their masses and, and either, you know, doing the, I mean, the stockpiling things well documented, but over here in England, a lot of people are going down to the beach for the day or going down to, um, oh, it's here. Know, it's here too. Yeah. Crowding the beaches. Yeah. Fucking morons. Yeah. And it's just like, this is not helping. And this will put it in full lockdown if you continue. Um, and, oh, it's coming. Full yeah. lockdown is coming. Yeah. Do, definitely. Prepare. Um, uh, <laughs> we've, we've kind of, we've, well, I say we've got a plan. We haven't got a plan, but it's sort of, we've got, you know, enough to sort of keep us, I guess, sane <laughs> to a certain degree. Um, right. That's that's the whole thing in, in this situation is mental fortitude is the most important uh, attribute yeah. you can really nurture. Yeah. You know, a, a survival situation is 90% m- mental, yeah. you know, because if you're falling to pieces and freaking out, everything else will fall to pieces and freak out. Yeah. So get your shit wired straight. You know? yeah, no, no, that's exactly right. Especially when you've got a young family as well. You kind of, you know, you're, you're, going, you're, you're helping them deal with it as well because um, they don't know what's going on. They're quite scared of what's happening because they're hearing various things. They don't know, you know, what to believe in what they read or what their friends are saying or, you know, they're only right. like 10, 12 years old. So and they're, yeah. they're already kind of like, you know, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. If you go outside, you're going to get fined, all that kind of stuff. And you know, it's just sort of calming them down, talking to them about it and, and mm-hmm. sort of, you know, they may not understand it fully, but at least you're having the conversation and they can always yeah, kind of refer to it. That's, that's important. You know, I, you know, I don't have children right now. I feel for all my friends that do. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think the most important thing a parent can do probably right now is is display strong leadership within the family yes. <laughs> you know and be, and be be realistic with the children yeah you know i wish on an on a uh, international scale um most world leaders like would display strong uh good parenting i suppose <laughs> like <laughs> like right now is when we need good parenting more than anything because people are scared no they are they are and that's what i see out and like when i've gone out like in the past week to get like you know say supplies get the shopping done 
um it is like a supply run though but it's um but like just seeing the look on some people's faces they are in a panic and it and i can see how it how it escalates because you see one person panicking two people are panicking it's like the actual virus itself it's almost worse you know um and it's just kind of just it's weird like you can try and reassure people there was a there was a um a supermarket here that had people out while i was in there like explaining to the people that they haven't run out of these supplies or actually the the, right. the manufacturers haven't run out it's just people have overbought and they yeah. can't, a supply chain issue basically they can't get the trucks to get the the supplies to the stores quick enough um i think that will calm down once things go into lockdown yeah the supply chains hopefully will you know get back in order but it's like those people are pieces of shit who went out and bought and hoarded everything, oh, you know? Yeah, totally. well, if you look right now, you look right now, it's important to pay attention to the people around you and their behavior because character is displayed most apparently during times of great stress. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, so pay attention. <laughs> You're going to find <laughs> out who's, who's the real motherfucker and who's the chump yes. right about now. Yeah, so who's out for themselves and who's out, you know? But yeah, no, yeah. I've, I mean, I've seen people walk out of the supermarkets with trolleys full of, you know, toilet roll and whatnot, and I'm just like, yeah. you know what, you're not, you know, not going to use it, or you, I mean, you you're will a use twat. it, but exactly, <laughs> exactly that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, it's certainly, it's, I mean, it's no, nothing I've ever gone through before. Um, none of us have. So none of us have, and it's just, it's just, you know, you have to learn, learn and adapt um, mm-hmm. to kind of like get to the, you know survive it if you will i mean i don't hope i hope it doesn't get that far away it gets to that you know core survival um element but you know if people continue the way they are that it's just going to spread so mm. yeah and, and st- talking to it my, is what it is exactly we'll, we'll see what happens yes exactly exactly um so um i just want to take you back a bit a couple of years ago you did a track with uh devil driver um i had actually had des i actually spoke to des before he released it but you did a cover of um ghost riders in the sky yeah for that outlaw album i really like that cover <laughs> i was uh, yeah, I, 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 actually i like the album it was it was like a really pleasant surprise for me i'm not i wouldn't say i'm a massive sort of like country music or outlaw country music fan um but i lived in the states for a good sort of five six years and um it's quite along with sort of rock music they have there the country music is huge as well as you know um but no i just really i really enjoyed that album but i really enjoyed the cover because i i do like the ghost riders in the sky track it's a great tune it's a great tune and you guys did a great job with it so i just wanted to uh compliment you on that because it's uh it was a fantastic cover thank you very much man quite enjoyed the process you know uh it's cool as shit to be on the track of course with my friend des but yeah also with johnny cash's son you know with john carter cash yeah that's like wow pretty fucking cool you know yeah no it was it was because when i was speaking to it before it came out and it was kind of like you did a country album kind of thing you know being from the uk it's not an you know it's not a massive genre here but um it's like no obviously we get the the sort of bigger artists come over the classic country artists but um it was no it was just it was just it was a pleasant surprise really because once i heard it i was like actually it's really good it's really good and that track, I really love it. So, yeah. Right on. <laughs> cool. Um, so after this, um, I mean, it's, it's difficult to say, after this sort of pandemic has passed, um, what what do you sort of, it's, it's a silly question, I mean, what do you plan to do? But I suppose like touring and... Uh, and going like surfing. 
I'm going surfing. Fuck the band. Fuck I'm the going band. surfing. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the band. No, Fuck that's the good. music. Fuck, I'm, I'm going surfing first. That happens first. That Fuck happens everything first. else. Yeah. Because I have to take care of my own mental sanity yeah. and like surfing. Surfing is how I do that. So, you know, once this is over, once I can get to the beach, you know, I'll and surf for a little bit, then I'll go on tour. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's absolutely fair enough. I had the same um, question posed to me. is like my wife was going, what are we going to do? Strathus? I said, I'm going to get out. I'm going to DJ because yeah. I, I DJ on a regular basis. Like I do rock clubs right. and stuff in the UK and um, I I love the energy of it. It's like performing for me um sure. I, I wasn't a band for the longest while as well so i like i stopped doing that side of things but having the djing side of things it, it's just it's just another outlet for me but yeah i was like yeah i'm gonna go out and get the dj yeah she's like okay <laughs> she's like well, i asked her what she was gonna ask she's gonna you know just go out and you know do whatever but no i was like adamant like the one thing i can dj from home and like i've, I've i'm gonna attempt to do a live stream or something doing it but yeah i don't know if it's gonna be the same energy or not so no, got got to have the crowd with you, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That, that's man, and God bless the bands that are doing the live streaming, though. You know, they're doing yeah. their you know live performance. Like Code Orange did their set. Uh, their new record is fucking amazing. It is, yeah. And they they did a live stream, and you know, some other people are doing live streams. I might figure out some sort of way to do something. I don't think there's going to be an acoustic Lamb of God set coming oh. anytime soon, though. <laughs> Why not? I can't wait to hear Redneck Acoustic. <laughs> yeah, because it, it'll just sound terrible. <laughs> Oh, that would be now. That would be amazing. I'll be honest with you. Um, <laughs> um, I was actually I was going to bring out because obviously you mentioned surfing and 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 you are uh, obviously friends with uh, Des Fahara. Um, but you have yeah. uh, Sun Cult clothing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a, a, a line we he and his wife started, and they brought me in and mm. been helping with some creative uh, consulting and stuff. You know, coming up with some designs. Some of the designs we have, I designed. Cool. Um, or the I designed the concept. The artist did the did the actual art. I'm not a visual artist except for <laughs> with photography. Um, I can barely draw a stick figure. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that you know, um, we'll be working on that as soon as everything gets back to normal. Yeah. You know, um, but it, it's been a fun fun experience working with them, uh, doing that and seeing some things that were up in my noodle come come to fruition on actual T-shirts. You know, yeah, yeah. No. Looking forward to getting back to that. No, that's what I was going to say. I was going to ask you what that was like, sort of having that sort of clothing on, because I, I, like I said, when I spoke to Des before, it was like they were set up, and obviously he mentioned you as well. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and I was just sort of yeah. curious because, like, you know, having a ha- having a clothing line, um, generally, I, I've sort of seen a few bands do it, but I was sort of not sure on the process of it. But if you're, I mean, you're coming up with ideas, obviously, and that you've got an artist on board that sort of translate those ideas and stuff yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's just like i'm i'm visually except for with photography right i'm, I'm a, a pretty good photographer um uh like but with visual stuff uh i still see things and think of concepts constantly you know i have that mind i just don't have the skill or talent to do it physically and that's okay you know, not everybody yeah. is is supposed to be a visual artist. Not everybody's supposed to be the singer of a heavy metal band. <laughs> not everybody's supposed to, you know, 
be a pro skateboarder. If that was the truth, I would have been a, a pro skateboarder when I was 15 years old, you yeah. know, cause that's what I, I was like, that's so cool, you know, but I wasn't good enough, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think a smart person, if they have concepts, will communicate those concepts to people who are good enough to make them into a reality, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I know, how is, uh, there's his wife doing because i know she was diagnosed she's she's fine right now man yeah. you know i've cool. been texting with them yeah she's cool. doing fine you know they're at home uh the same as everybody else right now yeah no i was just curious because i'd like i saw he, des was posting up quite a lot and then it kind of went quiet and i just wanted to sort of see if everyone was all she's right doing so, well yeah excellent she's doing well it's good to hear it's good to hear um so i've got a couple of questions left for you randy and then and then i can let you get on with your, the rest of your day if that's all right. Right on. Um, so uh, this one's um, kind of a, it's, it's, it's always a big question, this one, but um, what are your three top albums that kind of shaped you to the sort of person, straight musician that you are today? Never mind the bollocks by the Sex Pistols. Nice. That was the first one because that is the one, that's the first album I heard that uh, really uh, turned me on to the fact that there is some sort of music outside of pop music. I lived in a little tiny redneck town. All we had but was, was was on the radio. And then this kid gave me uh, a tape with Nevermind the Bollocks on it. And I listened to it. I was like, oh, this is awesome. This nice. is saying something, you know, <laughs> yeah. saying something real. Um, so that's, a, you know, that's really uh, the album that really kicked it off for me. Cool. Um, I would have to say... Um, you know, uh, eye against eye by bad brains. Um, that really sort of showed me, I don't know, nuance and musicianship in underground music. It's yeah. an immaculate record. Um, and a third album, I mean, fuck, I, uh, <laughs> it's sort of a, it's sort of a, um, a combination of EPs okay. that was on one album. Uh, it was Initium and Unholy Passion by Sam Hain, which was Danzig's band after the Misfits. Um, and that just showed me sort of the darker side of, of underground music. Yeah. You know, it came out in what, 86, I think, mm. you know, it was way ahead of its time. So th those are my three. Cool. So that, that, that really shaped the way I am. It's quite a sort of like more punk rock feel to what you're doing at the moment. Is that your? Well, I don't. I don't come from the metal scene. Okay. I don't listen to heavy metal. Oh, fair <laughs> I'm enough. Punk rock, I'm <laughs> a punk rock guy, dude. I'm a punk rock guy in a metal band, and you know, when yeah. we started, that's all we played with was with punk rock bands because the metal scene, as it exists in the states today, didn't exist then. Yeah. You know. No, you know, there, that was during the time of grunge. So only, you know, there was like Slayer was still doing it. Yeah. Pantera was still doing it, but metal didn't really exist. So we, you know, did some sort of metallic riffs, but with the punk rock sensibility, yeah. that's where we come from, you know? And that's how you, I, I, I'm guessing like, just from like, just general, it's like how you got kind of like the, there's a, like a groove metal genre that people throw around, but that, that sort of generally does come out of like the punk Absolutely, does. 100%, 100% it comes from that. Yeah, no, that's, that's really cool, because I mean, I mean, Sex Pistols, I grew up with them here, so it's, you know, it's, it's that's a that's a good, 
it's a solid punk album <laughs> as as they yes, go. Yes, sir. So, yes, um, sir. But no, I'll check out the um the 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 the, the Sam is it Sam Payne? You say it was Sam Payne? Sam Payne. Sam Payne. S A M H A I N. Sam Payne. Sorry, there you go. Yeah. Check that. I haven't checked that out before, so I'm going to check that. I always write these down, so just in case there's anything I hadn't heard. But Bad Brains, yes, amazing. Um, yeah. Great punk rock, you know, um, band there. Um, but yeah, no, I'll check out that Sam Payne one as well. Cool. So, yeah. um, you've already mentioned a few things uh, for this last one, but what you've probably already covered everything. But what are your hobbies away from music? I know you've covered photography, surfing, photography, writing. Uh, I don't skateboard as much anymore because I tore my meniscus. Ooh. Um, you know, I love reading. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, um, I enjoy messing around with video some. You know, just for fun, really making little surfing videos or, or funny home videos and just kind of been editing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I enjoy making music of all different sorts. You know, I've done some electronic music oh, really? uh, that was commissioned. Yeah. That was commissioned by the Richmond ballet for two original ballets. Oh, wow. Um, and maybe, um, you know, I'll get that released one day when all this calms down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, surfing is my, my main love. Yeah. So, you know, it, it resets my, my soul. You know? there's, and there's no chance you getting out and doing any right now then or you no not not with the beaches closed because no. of moronic spring breakers <laughs> yes i saw that on the news <laughs> so I, w- I wanted to socially isolate in the fucking ocean yeah. which is a perfect place for it yeah. but i can't get there so no. thanks morons <laughs> cool um, locals I'm, only yes. fuck off yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um have you got any uh reading recommendations like any books you're reading at the moment you really like or ones you've read recently uh yeah i just read a book a little while ago i really like by a guy named jaron lanier j-a-r-o-n L-A-N-I-E-R called 12 Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media Account Now. Ah. Um, and, and he's a really smart guy who's a big wig in Silicon Valley. He also wrote a, a fantastic book called You Are Not a Gadget. And it's about how uh, he's one of the people who made the internet what it is. Yeah. Right? And, and it's kind of about how uh, it's gone wrong. Because when it started, it was just a bunch of like nerds, you know, very few people could access it and they were using it to freely exchange information in an altruistic manner. And then, you know, corporations got a hold of it and boom, here we are today. Yeah. Okay. Is it, um, because I've I've been reading little bits and bobs about certain people, like how to, you know, kick your social media habit, which is something I've tried to do. And I'm in the process of doing, I use it for my sort of like this outlet. I don't use it so much for the personal side of thing anymore. Yeah, well, I don't either. They're not, it's like, it's not on my phone. It's not on my, you know, well, it's on my computer here in front of me, but it's not on my phone when I'm out and about, you know, even though I work for a tech company, I don't have that sort right. of like stuff on there. But no, there was one thing, I don't know if it was this guy or not, but I read something, it, was, it really resonated with me. He said it was like, every time you open up, um, like one of the social media apps to see if you've got you know any likes or anything like that. It's 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 the same sensation of pulling on a one arm bandit like a fruit machine. Oh yeah, it's an it's an endorphin hit. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and that and that is and that is consciously uh, designed. 
yeah at the social media uh, you should read that book no i'm, I'm going to <laughs> i've i've written it's, it's it down wonderful yeah no that's i'm looking for books to read while i'm uh while we're in some downtime so um i've got a couple of like sci-fi novels that i'm going through at the moment but um cool. no, thank you very much and thank uh, you yeah, and you have a good rest of your day all right thank you randy i really appreciate it thank you thank you mate cheers